But I'm not. I found like a yacht in San Francisco Harbor. It's like, a yatch? A yatch. And then it's like, yo, it sleeps five. No, it sleeps ten, but it has five beds. And I was like, I don't think we're on the same page here. It's, it sleeps wait. ten, but it's got five beds. I mean, that's good math. That's quick math, right? That's there. assuming that we're all traveling to somebody that we're willing to share a bed with them. Yeah, it's true. Like, that's probably like a couple boat right there. Yeah. Yo, sleeping with five couples on the boat's wild. Imagine if they had kids. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I'm so glad that my family's past the age of, like, sharing beds. In, like, hotels. Did you ever, ever have to do that? I'm an only child. Oh, yeah, that's right. No. What do you mean, yeah, that's right? You know this. I know. I just Don't didn't act even, surprised. No, I just didn't even think about it. I just wasn't even, like, I'm... Right. I mean, to be honest with you, we never really did anything when I was a kid, so... Doesn't really matter. No, my parents like whenever we had to go somewhere, it'd be like, "Yeah, we only need two beds," and it's like, "It's five of us." Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. it's five. Yeah, yeah I mean, my two brothers and then my mom and dad. So like, it was kind of crazy to just like have everybody. But like, I don't know. It was one of those things where like we got used to it, and so even like even now, like it's it is kind of funny though. My dad tried. He was like, "Yo, yeah, we only need five beds. We only need two beds." And I was like, "Okay, listen, hold on." I need one for my my leg. Listen, yeah, <laughs> listen. That first of all, we're all over six feet and we're all over twenty years old. Yeah. So, no, lock this up right now. And Valor's got his girlfriend. Yeah. I'm not sharing a bed with Legend. Nope. <laughs> like, nah, get out of nope. here. Like, shout shout to Legend for being a cool guy, but relax. Yeah, no, it's not happening. But um, yeah, all that to say. Oh no no this uh this van yeah so I was thinking about building the van and like just living in it for like a summer just driving around cool places. I have no idea how much that would cost, but I feel like it'd be dope. Just take a summer like it's doable. It oh, for sure it's doable. But what I want to do is drive from here to Vancouver and back. Fuck yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I would do that. My dream trip that I want to do before I die, and by that I mean before I turn thirty. I want to go from, well, I got, I got a couple like smaller ones I want to do. I want to drive from here to Miami mm-hmm. and then fly out to Cuba for like two weeks. Hmm. Because like, like I want to get there before like they close the border again for the next 60 years and I can't hang out in Cuba. That's true. Yeah. You know? I want to do that. So I want to do that and I want to, um, we I've talked always about, wanted to go to fucking Cuba. Yeah. It seems dope. It seems super chill. I've been to Puerto Rico. I mean, I don't know how how similar they are, but Puerto Rico is really cool too. Yeah, like I feel like at a certain point, it's still an island with great food. Yes. You know what I mean? The food was insane. Like there's like we already know there's cultural differences, right? Like yeah, like from Hawaii to like New Zealand, I know there's cultural differences, but at the end of the day, you're still a beach with amazing food. Yep. So like, I'm cool with that. But um, I we talked about Vegas yesterday, going up for to Vegas for like the International Fight Week and NBA Summer League. Mm-hmm. That'd be nuts, because especially since Summer League tickets are like dumb cheap. They're That'd like, be fun too. Like one hundred and ten dollars. Dude, I'm just trying to go to freaking New York, bro. Oh my god. I haven't been to New York in years, man. I need to go back. I haven't been. <coughs> Excuse me. I haven't been since 2018. Sounds like mad long ago. 
It is mad long. I used to go like every year. 2020's been a nuts ass year, and it's like 2020's been stupid. Yeah, it sucks. This this year has sucked so much dick. And you know what they're saying about the winter time? No. They're saying that it might come back in the winter time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't hear about that. So we're fucked. Yo, fall's gonna be lit though. We live in Arizona, so fall's already like 60, 70 degrees. It's not like it's gonna be like 30 degrees and windy. Yeah. Should be alright. Yeah, we'll be fine. But I um, hope so. I mean, fuck, it might be COVID 20 by then. Yo, if they have COVID coming out like Madden, we're in trouble. Yeah. Or we, or you just do what I, I do can't do this, so, dude. Honestly, I would just live until I catch it and die. Honestly, because I can't live like this, bro. I'm losing it. Like I'm straight <laughs> losing it. it. Well, that's why we're doing this podcast. Is because I feel like we're both. We're going in opposite directions of crazy, though. Like you're like, yo, I can't be inside too much longer, and I'm like, yo, know what, man? I might never go outside again. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We're going in opposite directions that like it's still the same crazy, just opposite directions. But now the last trip, like the trip I want to go on, before I die, I'm going to make this happen. I've already priced it out, and it's not that expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, all things considered, it's not that expensive. Okay. I priced it out for like $15,000. You can do this trip. Right? And that sounds nuts. I want to fly out from New York, go to Marrakesh, Morocco. From Marrakesh, go up to Casablanca. Go up to through Marseille, France. Through, I think it's um, Milan, Italy, down to Athens, to Istanbul, and Cairo. Hell yeah. I've done the math. If you stay in each place for three days and use public transportation, not public transportation, but like trains and shit like that, it's $15,000. for the f- is in all, Almost all that money is for the flight from Morocco to here. Hmm. That's like three thousand both. Um, that's three thousand one way. It's three thousand dollars to go to Morocco. Something like that, yeah. Jesus Christ! It's dude. Morocco, bro. Like it's not like because like to when go I, to Albania, it's like twelve hundred. Yeah, at least that's still in Europe. Yeah, but still, fuck. Plus, I feel like people are scared of Morocco. Why? Like, <laughs> not only are they Muslim there, but they're also black. <laughs> like. I feel like people are terrified. From Muslims, huh? Nothing. Okay, good. You of all people know that, like, with me, like... Fuck, I'm kidding. I'm joking. So, yeah, no. It's a joke. I'm sorry. Relax. But no, like, I feel like people are scared of, like, Morocco and Libya. Because I thought about going through Libya, too. Like, going going to Tripoli. But, like, every time I see Morocco, I'm like, yo, that place looks amazing. And the food looks incredible. Just go, dude. You might blend in. You look like... (laughs) <laughs> you look Yo, like my, uh, you look like alaikum right now my, hey alaikum salam my yeah. grandmother had one of those hats like the yeah. white knit hats yeah yeah and this was back like before I grew my hair out and I put it on and she's like man you look like somebody who calls himself brother and says alaikum." yeah that's the funniest shit bro yeah cause she was on the money saying that shit yeah she was on the money what's up brother <laughs> but no I want to do this trip man I want to go like through the Middle East but like through Southern Europe That'd be nice. Because, like, it's not that I don't care about Switzerland, but, like... I don't care about Switzerland. Milan and Rome seem way doper yeah. than Switzerland. Yeah. Well, that was my... that. That's kind of what I wanted to do this year was uh, go to Italy and travel for, like, a week. Because I have family out there, but, like, I want to go with one of my cousins who's basically, like, my brother. Yeah. And just... 
travel all through Italy and see everything. There's a, like, I was in Northern Europe a couple years ago. I was up in Sweden and it was super dope. And, um, I think the craziest thing I was walking around and I wasn't really dressed too crazy. Wasn't dressed too American. Cause they were like, yo, wear conservative colors. Like this and third. So I was wearing like, I don't, I don't think I was wearing a hat at the time. And, uh, I was hanging out, walking around and out of nowhere here. Yo, I'm oh, in yeah. Sweden. Yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck said yo? And I'm walking through like in Stockholm, which is a dope ass, like dope ass city. And I hear yo, you look like a hip hop fan. First thing I think is like, all right, some dude's trying to sell me a mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, and I turn over and I'm like, and I'm like kind of thinking to myself, that's mad racist, but it's also mad correct. Mm-hmm. So like I look over, and there's this dude with like kind of shaggyish hair and like. Like, you know, and I cap on. And I'm like, what you got, man? And I'm expecting this dude to try some of these mixing. He's like, yo, come in this store right here. Walk in this store. This entire wall is graffiti. Hell yeah. And they're bumping like, I think it was Mob Deep. Of course. So, like, when you say, hey, you look like you like hip hop. And I walk into your store and you're playing Mob Deep. Oh, okay, no, we're dealing with something else here. So... <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool, alright, start talking to this dude, hit it off with him, super cool uh, Swedish dude, I think I, oh, yeah, 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 his name on, uh, his name on Instagram is Ulick Balzac. Of course it is. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, I got slapped by a girl for telling my Instagram handle once, but it was worth it. Ulick <laughs> like... Balzac. <laughs> Nah, he's a cool dude though, man. Like he was—he's definitely one of those people that like, you ever meet somebody like once, and you're like, and they're like, yo, next time you come out here, and you're like, yeah, dude, next time I'm in Stockholm, and then yeah. like, he's one of those dudes that I'm actually te- like, if I'm ever in Stockholm again, I'm gonna be like, yo, what's good? What's happening, man? Yeah, like he's just one of those. How's people. his accent? Um, I'm not doing his accent because I'm terrible at accents, but no, he had a Swedish accent, but like it was kind of funny because. You ever talk to someone who you can tell listens to hip hop? Yeah, it course. was like that. It was like you know he just says things a certain way. You know, like, dope. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it was super cool, man. So like, I, I found about one club out there because like I was with, I was there with family, and so like I wanted to go and just be like, yo, I heard it's nuts in Stockholm. Let's go see. My nineteen and twenty year old brother at the time couldn't really go, and like I'm not clubbing with my parents like that. That's pretty fun though. It is, because I, I took my mom to Earth Gang. Oh, my mom and my dad. I took my parents to Earth Gang. We saw Earth Gang a little bit ago. But, like, what's the end game of, like, yo, like, what, what am I going to say? Yo, mom, I won't be in the hotels today because I'm going with this chick right here. Like, no, you can't. Hey, mom, can I take, like, you know what Who I mean? Who said like, you can't? Bro. I don't know. That's a good question, actually. That's a really good question. Your parents are cool. I think they would they understand. Are. They're like, oh, okay, have fun. <laughs> my mom was condom. Yeah, my mom would say something about don't get kidnapped. I'm like, oh. Okay. I'm, I'm good. Like, I'll just dead weight them. Like, they can't lift Facts. Yeah. 150 pound, man. Facts. But, um, no, so I was at this one, uh, I was at this one store. And I was like, yo, like, what do you guys be doing? Like, what do you guys be chilling with? And she goes, okay, there's a club called Sunday School. I was like, what? She goes, there's an abandoned church that we turn into a club. Every sun, every sun, like the first Sunday of the month, it's called Sunday school. It's like that's the illest fucking shit I've I, I just ever see, heard. I just see a bunch of ecstasy pills. 
I don't know why. When I hear people talk about stuff like that, where it's like, yo, we found it in Abandoned, I just think of that first scene in Blade. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Like, yo, I'm not sure if I got enough, enough leather for this party. You know? like, <laughs> I forgot my fucking fangs. <laughs> I was just watching uh, Preacher, and one of the characters is a vampire. Preacher's nuts, because like, one of the dudes is an actual preacher who has the power of the child of an angel and a demon to command people to do whatever he wants them to do. And his best friend's a vampire. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's, it was a comic, now it's a show. And it's funny because the vampire, he's like, he's like, I just want to be my, around my own people. And they're in New Orleans and he's like, and she's like, this girl that he's talking to is like, oh, I know exactly what you mean. I have people like that. And, like, the show goes on, and they're, like, and he, they hit it off at a bar, and he's, like, about to sleep with her, and then she goes, oh, hold on, and she puts her fangs in. And I'm, like, that's the funniest fucking shit. Wow. Ever. Like, because, <laughs> like, you know that there's somebody out there doing something like that. Yeah. It's, like, hang on. But the fact One that you're, second. Like, you're, like, hold on, let me, like, the fact that somebody said hold on, and, like, just had him, like, ready to go, like, had fangs ready to go is hilarious to me. But no, like, Stockholm's definitely got a place we gotta go back to in the summer, though. Okay. Where it's like 20 hours of sun. It's not as crazy as you think. It's basically here, to be honest. I don't really care. Because everybody's like, man, how do you even sleep with the sun? First of all, I don't know what those curtains are made of. I think they're made of iron because you, you can't even... see shit. Yeah. You can't see shit, man. It's like, like you might as well just put a door over well, your Well, no, that's how it is at any hotel. Like, you put those blinds up. Cannot see nothing. <laughs> you know how you know how you sleep with those kind of blinds. Oh my god, I sleep like a monster. Yeah, you wake up, you're like, oh, am I in heaven? Yeah, you wake <laughs> up, it's like it's three, it's three p.m. in the afternoon. You're like, what the fuck happened? I fell asleep at like six last night. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the crazy thing about the sun is like the jet lag doesn't hit you. Oh, okay, that's true. Because it's sunny all day. Yeah, it's ah. like we walked into a restaurant. And I was wondering why they were so pissed at us for ordering and eating food. And then I looked down at my phone and it was 10.30 at night. Oh. So I was like, oh, no, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, I can see that. But no, uh, Stockholm's super dope. I would love to go back up to, to Stockholm. Like, during the summer, I was wearing a hoodie. Like, just like a decent weighted hoodie. Like, nothing heavy. Nice. Yeah, it was just like a hoodie and jeans I was walking around. I think I, I had a t-shirt most of the time, actually. Yo, shout out to uh, the dude in Stockholm who makes, what's it called? Uh, Hell Dog. So, I see this guy, right? And I went and I got, first of all, everywhere sells fish in, in Sweden. It's amazing. It's so good. So, I got so I got this fish. And there was like some other stuff with it, lingonberries and stuff like that. And my, my dad's Swedish. That's so of Swedish Did you just say dingleberries? Sw- uh, no, lingonberries. No, that thing away is fucking weird. <laughs> no, so my dad's Swedish, so like we used to eat Swedish meatballs and Swedish pancakes and stuff like that because my dad's grandparents. What's the difference between were a Swedish pancake and a regular pancake? One's a crepe and one's a pancake. Swedish pancakes and crepes are like cousins. Oh, so it's just a crepe. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, they're delicious though. Respect. But uh, no, you can get them at IKEA, bro. Yo, IKEA's got fire food. I've never IKEA. High key has got fire food. High key? Okay. Yeah, high key, bro. It's not low at all? No, not at all. So, um, no, so I knew, like, what lingonberries and shit were. Like, uh-huh. I, I knew all this stuff. And, um, 
there's this guy drunk off his ass at like 9 a.m. And he's like, and he's like, yo, who wants to eat my hot dog? And I was like, the fuck? And I looked away and he's standing in a hot dog cart. I'm like, okay. And so I see world's spiciest. And I was like, yo, Sweden is not known for their spices. So I walk up. I was like, he's like, hey man, you want to try this? I was like, yeah. He's like, how hot? He's like, how hot do you want it? I'm like, yo, I won't do your challenge because I've seen food challenges go super bad. What I will do though, give me one of your hot, give me one of your hottest sausages, and two cups of ice cream, because it hit me like how how hot it would be. Because all he sold, he didn't sell drinks. He just sold hot dogs and ice cream. Smart. Yeah. And so I was like, yo, I want to split it with my family. Okay. So he's like, are you sure? I'm like, I'm a young American. How hot can you make it? Dumbass American. Yeah. I hate getting in my dumbass American bag. I was in my American arrogant bag. So he, um, he's like, oh, okay. you ever seen somebody who's like drunk or high or something? And then they get like immediately sober and they're like, yeah. oh, okay. I was like, shit, I made a mistake. He's like, give me one second. I thought he was just going to give me my food and I was going to be good. Pulls out a waiver. <laughs> uh. Yo, my man pulled out a waiver. I sign it. I'm like, cool, no big deal. I give it to him. And I had the video on my phone still. And it's like three years old. And so, it's me, my dad, Legend, Valor, and my brother and Valor's girlfriend. And my brother's girlfriend, especially at the time, is very like, like, she knows my brother is one of those people who's like, fuck it, and he'll do it. Yeah. So she's like, hey, Valor, I don't think this is a good idea. I don't think you should do this. <laughs> and my brother's like, I'm not a pussy. Which, first of all, that's a hilarious thing to say to your girlfriend over food. Mm. Second of all, like, I knew I had him. I was like, yo, Valor, <laughs> this is the hottest hot dog. I want to try that. I'm like, you a bitch. He's like, I'm not pussy. And like, yeah, immediately yeah. he got it. So I still have the video, bro. It was like a regular, it was like a bratwurst. Like, mm-hmm. like that kind of sausage. And we cut it into like fifths or sixths or whatever. My brother, one, my brother, he lifted it up to his lips, smelled it, and was like, I'm good. My dad, he was like, okay. And my other brother was like, cool, got this. And my mom's just watching, and my brother's girlfriend's just watching. So my brother, like, my brother and my dad just try to like nibble at it and like, like bit, eat it bit by bit. And I just eat the whole thing. Because I'm like, shit, fuck it. I'd rather get punched in the face one hard time yeah. than get jabbed a hundred times. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it, we're good. Immediately, I'm coughing. And like, I'm coughing it back up. Like, I'm trying to hold it down. Because I chewed it. And I was like, this yeah. isn't so bad. And right when I thought bad, yeah, 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 bro, yeah, I was yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. My eyes turned bright red. And then just like, it was like, I just like, it wasn't even like it was crying. It was like if somebody was like, and just like dumped yep. a bucket of water on my eyes and I'm dying bro like have you ever eaten something so hot you feel it go down mm-hmm. it was like that and like this was different than like I'm used to stuff like Asian spicy like I'm used to like Thai curry I'm used to like spicy kimchi I'm used to stuff that's like spicy in that Asian style yeah um I'm pretty good at most hot sauces especially like like Louisiana is like bare minimum hot sauce to me Okay. Like, Louisiana sauce is, like, bare minimum. Like, no, that's what you start with. So, I'm usually pretty decent at hot sauce. We used to put sriracha on everything, like, back in Hawaii, like, before people really knew what it was. And this stuff beat my ass. 
So I'm sitting there. I'm dying, bro. And um, I'm coughing. My eyes are watering. My nose is snotting to the point where it's like, if you didn't know what was going on, you would have thought I was like having the worst allergy attack. So I'm like wiping my face, wiping my nose. And like, I feel how hot it is on my hands. I didn't even use my hands. I used a fork. And I feel how hot it is on my hands. And I'm dying. And I got like two things of ice cream, like two cups of ice cream for everybody to split. I knocked out both of them. <laughs> it was so hot. It was so fucking hot. And this courtyard was like down the street from my hotel. And so like the whole night I'm awake. I can't sleep or shit. I'm just like dying. And like I felt bad because we all had separate beds, but we shared a room. Yeah. Like, we didn't have suites because the rooms there are a little bit different. So we all shared, I had different beds, shared a room. I was just in the bathroom the whole night. I didn't sleep at all. Next day, got the fish, like fish and everything like normal. I went over to him because it was like a block away from my hotel. I went over to the guy. I was like, what the fuck was in that? And he's like, it kicked your ass, huh? Showed him the video. And he's laughing his ass off. It's like 8.30 in the morning. This dude's like yeah, four beers deep. Of course. And he's like, dude, I have ghost pepper, habanero pepper, Carolina Reaper, jalapeno, and I make it into a sauce that I put over the hot dogs. Or no, and I make it, I bake it into the hot dog. Oh, Jesus. Whatever I have left over, I stew, and I put that over the hot dog. Dude, with I the feel sauce. how spicy it is just, it, just you explaining it. He, yo, it was something else too. It was, it was the Carolina Reaper, habanero, ghost pepper, all that shit. And it was like another pepper that I can't, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. It was like one of those, like, this is the world's hottest pepper. It was one of those. That thing beat my ass. Mm-hmm. That thing, like, it hurt to eat for a couple days. And, like, I went from eating, like, I was like, yo, I can eat this. I can eat this, whatever. To, like, hey, man, um, this doesn't have, like, any pepper or anything in it, does it? Like, yeah. it, yo, <laughs> it beat my ass. Because, like, I would eat something that like, wasn't even spicy. Like, they had, like, one of the luncheons. It was another thing for my dad's business school. And there was, like, a luncheon where they had, like, you know, like, just spices on food. And I remember I had one. I leaned over my mom. And I'm notorious in my house for, like, over-seasoning my food. Because I like it, like, I like it spicy and hot. And I was like, hey, Mom, I can't eat this. And she's like, what are you talking about? You love when food is, like, has, like, too much spice. I'm like, Mom, that hot dog is still kicking my ass. And she's like, it's been, like, two days. I'm like, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I my ate, like, buds. I ate, like, only yogurt <laughs> and fruit for, like, two days. Damn, dude. Bro. That's it was wild. nuts. That's wild. It was absolutely insane. But yeah, shout out to Hell Dog. Shout out to the city of Stockholm. Like, I know that we had to pretend like we hated it when ASAP Rocky got arrested, but like, it's a dope city, man. I gotta go. Yeah. The, um, Stockholm was like, I would definitely go back and like, they had so many hostels in Europe and stuff. Like, I was in Berlin and our, and our hotel was right next to a hostel and it seemed super chill. Just like, and my thing was like, Yo, you can't kidnap us all. There's a bad stigma for the hostel for me ever since I saw the movie. I feel like you got to piss off like a mobster to go to get in that kind of hostel. No, you literally don't piss off anybody. You just get lured in. You don't think that you're too smart to get lured? Oh, I'm definitely... Like, if some... My thing is, because in the movie, you've seen the movie, right? Yeah. Where, like, the girls, like, they lure them in and, like, they're stupid American tourists where they're just like, yeah, pussy. I'm going to get some pussy, man. Let's go. 
Nah, man, that's not me. Like, if some, <laughs> if some girl popped up on me like that, like, in a random-ass country, I would be so suspect of it. Because I'm a paranoid person, like, as is. So I would just be like, look, ma'am, I don't know who you are. Ma'am. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Yeah, like, please leave me alone. <laughs> Turns out she actually is a nice person and shit. <laughs> well, yo, looks like I saw Hostel 12 years ago and I've yeah. never been able to shake it. yeah. I would go, there's a bunch of stuff in Europe that I want to go to that, like, I know, like, my dad was like, oh, man, would you ever go to a soccer game in Europe? Like, those are crazy. I'm like, hell yeah. I would love to go to a soccer game in Europe. I'd love to go to, like, a giant music festival in Europe. I'd love oh to do all that God, shit. Oh, my God, dude. There was this one time in Italy, it was, like, 2013-ish, some shit like that. I went to uh, this, like, it wasn't a festival, but it was, like, a, what am I trying to say? It was kind of like a fe- like a mini festival. It wasn't like EDC or anything, but yeah. like they had different genres of music in different sections of. That's fire. This like, they had reggae in one. They had hip hop in one, EDM in one, techno, all that shit. Dude, it was so dope. I've never been to anything like that before. I think the wildest part about that too is like, us being hip hop fans, old school hip hop groups constantly travel through Europe. It's like, yo, my deep, we're not going on tour in the U.S., but fuck it, here we are. R.I.P. Like, Prodigy. Yeah, yeah, facts. R.I.P. Hey, did you listen to uh, Gangstar's new project? No. It's fire. You gotta listen to it. I thought that it would be kind of whack, because, but, like, I was surprised. With, see, in this, I'm actually glad that I'm saying this, because we are about to segue into the other topic with this. I forgot how good DJ Premier was. Dude, he's a fucking legend. Do you know how good you have to be to, to use somebody's verses? That was recorded 20 years ago with beats that you made in the past 10 years and rappers that have come out in the past year. Mm-hmm. Like, family, I'm not a J. Cole fan. I'm not a J. Cole hater, but I'm not a J. Cole fan. I don't really listen to much J. Cole. Well, but you should. He, I've listened to all his albums, and I just don't like revisit them. That's all. I don't really revisit. I'll talk about You're such today. a backpacker, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Like, man. you knew this, bro. Like, Wait, what was I going to say, man? You cut me off. I forgot. No, it was about the festival. No, it wasn't even about the festival. Hip-hop. Old school hip-hop in Europe is a huge thing. Yeah. They love old school hip-hop out there, bro. Like, my cousin listens to, like, Eazy-E and, like, NWA and shit. And, like, he doesn't understand. He understands English here. Like, you know, he's not that bad at it. But yeah. he, yeah, all he listens to is, like, Dr. Dre before 2001. Like, Yo. the Chronic, and, yeah, dude, he, it's pretty dope. But, wait, Wu-Tang tours out there all the time. Yeah, exactly, because like that's where the like money is. all, 90 members of Wu-Tang Yeah, coming. or 300 of them. I don't even know how many members of Wu-Tang there is. But shout out Wu-Tang. You hear that, like, Kid Cudi is, like, technically a Wu-Tang affiliate? How? He made bees with RZA, and then he produced a couple other tracks by some other guys on Wu-Tang, so they consider him a killer bee. Okay, that makes sense. I can't hate it. Yeah. It's just weird. It's like when you look at who was on Young Money's roster and then you see like 2008 Drake. You're like, yeah. What the fuck is this guy doing here? Yeah. Well, Drake. Drake is Young Money. No, but like when Drake, like when Young Money first started and it was like, like Lil Wayne when he was like at his peak. Like, yo. Oh, I'm that, a, I remember that era. And like Nicki Minaj when she was like still talking her M- shit. Mixtape Wayne was. Yeah. Oh my God. And then you saw Drake who like at the time was like the no- most normal person in that group. Yeah. 
and then now you like now it's kind of you know obviously it's different but like that's how it feels with like Kid Cudi but like when you look at Killer Bees and it's like yo Killer Priest yo like all these people and then it's like Kid Cudi and you're like Kid Cudi what 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 Yo, he announced something today, like, while we were doing this, apparently. Yeah, I don't know what he announced. I think he announced he's coming out with a song or something. Let me peep it. Because I follow, like, this, uh... Shit, Tory Lanez is live. (laughs) (laughs) You know what that means, right? What? You you haven't been watching any of Tory Lanez's lives? You're crazy, man. What's going on with his? He's doing, uh, Quarantine Radio. It's pretty funny, dude. The fact that we can't smoke weed without without or with do rags that aren't tied and get like a hundred thousand views. Okay, what was I looking for? Kid Cuddy. Kid Cuddy. Cuddy. Cutter. That new Cuddy, yeah. So, what did he post? He said, "Oh, he just previewed a new track." Leader of the Delinquents on his Instagram Live. This is the same song that was previewed in 2012 at a live show, eight plus years in the making, and beat by Dot the Genius. Officially, studio release coming soon. Full video link in bio. If we can get another Cuddy Dot the Genius track. Bro, we need a man named Scott. I've heard so many rumors about, like... That mixtape... I've heard so many rumors about Cuddy. It's kind of like when Lupe was like, yo, we're going to get L-U-P-N. Yo, we're going to get Drogas Skulls. Yo, we're going to get... I kind of wonder, like... Like, we've been supposed to get Man on the Moon 3 for years now. We're never going to get it. He's not on that wave anymore. Okay, and here's what I wonder about Cuddy. Do you think... But, like, don't you think he defines that wave? Yeah. Because Man on the Moon 1 and Man on the Moon 2 are completely different. Oh my god. Two completely different projects. So how how dope would it be to flip Man on the Moon 3? Like, no, not just the Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon 3 would be very psychedelic again. I mean, most of his shit is psychedelic. We just came out with... Oh, fucking, what's that? Oh, shit, what's it called? Pain, Passion, and Demon Slaying. Pain, Passion, and Demon Slaying. Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying. Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying. That was 2017, can you believe that? Yeah. I saw him live, that was like... Yeah, so I'm, yeah we saw, I saw him that night, and then the next day. He yeah, 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 I saw him the next day. But that felt like Man on the Moon 3. No, not to me. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, Satellite Flight and Journey... Well, Satellite Flight, the Journey to Mother Moon was definitely like... like, I was like yeah, that was oh, like... Oh, shit, we're getting Man on the Moon 3. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then, uh, was that after Speed Bullets Heaven? Uh, Speed Bullets Heaven was after that. That's right. Yeah, Speed Bullet was like 2016... I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't hate Speeding Bullet to Heaven and Wizard as much as most people do. I like Wizard. I like a few tracks off Speeding Bullet to Heaven, but most of it just sounded unfinished. It did. And here's my thing about Speeding Bullet to Heaven and Wizard. And we've actually argued about this, and I mean it still to a point, but I know where you're coming from. I like when artists experiment on mixtapes, and I like, like... Okay, so, like, imagine if Speeding Bolt to Heaven was a mixtape. If Wizard was a mixtape. I love this album. Imagine if Testing by ASAP Rocky was a mixtape. Hmm. Because I feel like a lot of people, when you put the word album after mm-hmm. it, it completely changes their mindset. And this is what I'm about to get to with 808s and Heartbreaks. That's a completely radical shift. 
that I want. I just want to know if he would have called it 808s and Heartbreaks EP. Do you think that they that they would think of that differently? Because I've heard so many people say that's Cuddy's best album, and I've heard that's Cuddy's worst album. I've heard the same people say like which album? Eight Oh Eight and Heartbreaks. That's not Cuddy's. Or uh, Kanye's. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I know. I think it's the best album he's ever came out with. In me, like I put it like and number he came four out with five. my beautiful dark twist. That's yeah. easily my number one. Yeah, that's everybody's I, for me one. personally. I understand why it's number one because I go back and forth on it, but Eight Oh Eight is uh, definitely number one for me, just because I've I have more of a connection with that album. Yeah. Because you know what's funny yeah. when I went to the Yeezus tour, which. You you didn't stop talking about that for like six weeks after. I'm you went. still talking about it to this day. That's true. And that was 2013. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, I saw the Yeezus tour and like uh, he played "Coldest Winter" off 808s and "Heartbreak," and nobody was singing it except for me in my row. At the time, I don't think people realized how big of an influence 808s was. And that's again what I wonder, like. When you look at what Dat Piff was doing, so far gone, no ceilings. It's not the that crazy. Yeah, the drought. It's not that crazy to think you could have seen so far gone right next to 808s and Heartbreaks on Dat Piff. That's true. It's not that crazy to think that because 808s and Heartbreaks isn't that long either. I think it's like what eight or nine songs. I think it's like ten tracks altogether. And one of them is a freestyle. Yeah, it was. They uh, did the, at a live, live show. Yeah. So it's like, it's not that insane to think. And then like you, but you sandwich that between Graduation, which is like 18 songs. Nah. Graduation has a bunch of songs, dude. Graduation isn't that long. It's not that long, but there's a bunch of songs in there. Let me see how many songs is on it. Graduation. And then you sandwich that between Graduation and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And I just wonder, especially in that era. 13 songs. It's only 13? Yeah, it's under an hour too. Yeah, 13 songs. I'm a little surprised it's only 13. Yeah, and... Because uh, late registration and, and um, Gala's job out are pretty long. 808s is 12 songs. Okay. And it was a little longer than... It was like a minute longer than uh, Graduation. Okay. Yeah. So I can see that being one of those things where people are like, holy shit, this is a mixtape. Yeah, late registration and college dropout were very long albums. Yeah, those are a lot longer. 21 songs on yeah. late registration... And uh, college dropout. I think that's close to it. I don't think. It yeah, breaks it 20. was like. I don't think it breaks twenty-one 20, songs. Is it double twenty-one. Yeah, that's a lot of music. That is a lot of fucking music. So, but like, I just kind of wonder if you would put because like we were just talking about Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino came out with Royalty, which if you listen to it, I'm surprised it's not an album. When you look at who's on it, Nipsey, Schoolboy, Absol, RZA, <coughs> um, oh, RZA, uh, who else is on that? There's a ton of like dope ass rappers on. I'm yeah. surprised it was never a mixtape or it was never an album. And then you look at like some of the shit that Jane Smith has been doing, and like Tyler, his first album was technically a mixtape. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I just wonder, I'm like, damn, it would like how would Kanye doing like with the mixtape? Because I feel like there's certain artists. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. He technically did come out with a mixtape. It was like the Yeezy mixtape. But imagine like if he like said, all right, listen, I'm dropping a mixtape. Yeah. 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 I'm like, yo, this is going to be on Dat Piff. Yep. I just want to test this new sound. I want to see how you guys like it. If if it came out as a mixtape, I feel like it would be more more looked at as a classic. Me too. 
Yeah, I agree with you on that. That's what I'm saying because like I'm not saying it's a bad album. I'm just saying I wonder. No, no, I agree with what you're saying. It's like you said we argued about this once. We didn't argue about this. We, oh, we discussed this all the oh, time. Oh, okay. No, yeah, we yeah. talk about this all the no, time. No, I agree with you on that. If it came out as a mixtape, people would be like, "Bro, that's one. That's literally the greatest mixtape ever made." Yeah, that's what people would and be saying. And the thing is, right this now. is like pre-streaming, and like I feel like today it doesn't really matter what's a mixtape and what's an album because we saw Chance the Rapper win with Coloring Book. Yeah, which is technically not a mixtape, or which is technically a mixtape. Uh, I still don't like that album. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like it either. Yeah, if it's only, not acid rap. Yeah, the only thing I like by chance is acid rap, and I hate surf. to say that. I like surf. Surf, I didn't really like either. Surf is good. Well, because the first thing I heard from him was you know ten days, right? That's ten yeah. day, ten day, and then I heard acid rap. Acid rap was like holy shit. This is like something I've never heard before. Yeah, like just his flow and his, uh, like the way he presented himself on it was just so like this kid has. A lot of talent. Oh, yeah. He had a lot of talent in that. And then, like, he went to, like, this whole gospel thing, which is... I, I get the lane that he's trying to get into, but it's not who I thought he was going to be. I think... And this is my biggest... But that's me as a fan. I shouldn't be thinking that way as a fan. No, I feel like you can think that way as a fan because I feel like when you get crazy is when you're like, oh, the, like, fuck this dude for making gospel. Or fuck this dude for... Like, I feel like once you start yeah, saying no, that... Yeah, no, no, I don't like, hate oh. on him. I just, yeah, li- I I just like won't that, listen to it. Because, like, I feel like once you get into, like, oh, this dude's trash because he did he doesn't make the rap I like, that's when you're like, okay, listen, dude, he's an artist. Let him yeah, do his Yeah, exactly. Art, you know? He's making, yeah. But, like, with Chance, I think... Did I say he was trash? No, 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 you didn't. You didn't. You're good. I thought I, feel, I, did. I, thought I did say he was trash. No, you never did. I, th- I thought I, th- I said it right now. Whatever. If yeah. I did say it, I take it back because I don't think he's trash. He's, he's very talented. He's a very talented dude. I kind of think, though, well, with guys like Chance, the problem... Well, not, it's hard because I, I do think he's genuine. I really, really do. But... And this is something I was actually writing a song, and I'm not sure how I'm going to use it yet, but, like, Same Drugs hits me really, really hard because, number one, I do know people who, I'm, who I was in very, very close relationships that we don't, you know... Um, you know, quote unquote, do the same drugs anymore. But I know a bunch of people who are like, no, we're still doing the same shit, but we've just found different ways to do it. And it's like, that's what listening to same drugs is when it hit me that like, Oh, he's in a different place than I am. Yeah. Cause like for me, I'm still kind of that kid who loved acid rap, who like, who had the cocoa butter kisses. And like, I love that fucking song. You know, like I'm still kind of that kid who like, I'm still in that lane. Yeah. And then it hit me because when he started talking about his daughter and his baby mama and all these things, I was like, oh, he's in a different place. Oh, I love my wife. Before that. I love my wife. Ah. Yeah. Just. That shit was so funny when I first heard it, bro. There's a lot of create. Now, creative decisions. There's a lot that we can talk about. Yeah, exactly. But um, even Challenge Gambino to an extent, like. He's been really diverse. He has, but like when you listen, if you to look it, at if you look at his discography, it's so. And different. when you listen to his subject matter, it's yeah, because like, oh, this was the guy who felt like an outsider because he was kind of a nerdy kid with computers, and now like, like, here's why I love because of the internet so much. I forgot who turned me on to this, but I have a copy of it at home. He wrote a sixty-three page screenplay. Mm-hmm. For about for because the internet that you're supposed to read while you listen to it. 
he made a movie called or a short called Clapping with or Clapping for No Reason. Clapping for the wrong reasons that you're supposed to watch before you listen to the album. And the whole album is from the perspective of the character of his last song on camp. Oh shit. Yeah. So that's why those go together so well. Okay. And that's why all these things that he didn't used to say in his old songs, he's saying is because it's from the perspective of a character. And that I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm all in on this. That's why I love that yes. album so much. And then after a while, after that, we didn't really hear him rap. And then Atlanta was kind of continuing that kind of like, this is a story that I'm writing from the perspective of somebody else. Yeah. And then when he came out. Great was, show, by the way. It is a great show. And then out when I was at Pharos, and he did like his whole kind of like funk, Parliament Funkadelic Earth, Wind, and Fires, I think, I was a little disappointed because, not so much because he wasn't rapping, but because I was like, oh, the story's over. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, Stone Mountain Kauai. That's the last one. He keeps the same perspective on Stone Mountain Kauai. That was such a good album. It's so good. And so, like, when he came out That was with, a mixtape, right? It, one was a mixtape and one yeah, was yeah, an the, EP. Yeah, the mixtape yeah. was good. I like the mixtape. Stone Mountain's Fire. Yeah. Stone Mountain was fire. And then Kauai was, like, a good switch. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the thing. And that's why I'm relating to Jane Smith right now is because he's Jane starting Smith's to do the same thing. He's, he's doing, like, this, like, from the perspective of Eris. Yeah. Eris and Sire. So, like... I'm like, cool, this is actually pretty fucking dope. But when I heard um, Awaken My Love, I was a little disappointed because I was like, oh, the story's over. Yeah. And I didn't know it was going to end. Okay, cool. I love what he's doing. This last album was amazing. I don't think it's finished, though. I was telling my brother, I don't think it's finished. It just seems weird to me that <coughs> Gambino... I only listened to it once. The new album is pretty yeah. good. It's decent. Um, it feels like it's, well, the mixtape part, part of it, the Donald Glover Presents part of it doesn't feel finished. It feels like a mixtape. Mm-hmm. And what was it called? Like 31520 or something like that? Some shit like that. Um, it doesn't feel done to me because I was talking to my brother and he's got that song called Littlefoot or I think it's called something else, but it's like, it's a really upbeat song and it's about selling drugs, which is hilarious because he talks about Littlefoot like from Land Before Time. And I was like, print, uh, Chance would sound perfect on this. Mm-hmm. Like even current day chances sound perfect, and it seems weird that Bino, who always had a ton of features, had no features. And mm-hmm. he was talking about doing albums with Migos and Twenty One mm-hmm. Savage. And I was like, and all you got was Adriana Grande. That feels like you got some stuff in the cut. Adriana Grande. Yeah. Or, You're talking about Ariana. Ariana Grande. I was like, who's Adriana? Bro. I'm starting to get tired. Yeah, me too, man. But um, <laughs> it's been a long week, dude. Yeah, it has. Fuck, dude. But, what, this is day three, like, straight? What time is it? Yeah, man? hell yeah. It's eight. We're good, though. Like, here's no, no, the thing. I know. Here's, like, the, here's the crazy thing. God damn. I'm tired outside of the podcast. Yeah. Because we're actually killing it today. Yesterday was a little... Yeah, yesterday was a little lame. Yesterday we got beat up in the second round and uh, yeah. came out the third round and we're, yeah, we're, we're landing round. our shots yeah, again. Yeah, so. this is it. This is it. But, um, no, just, like, realize... We definitely that, need to take a day off, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's what I was thinking. And, um, at least for the quarantine... Just do the weekdays. I'm down. Recharge over the weekend. Facts. Yeah, that's Facts. just what I was thinking. But um, no, that like with with the Gambino, I just think that like to a point you have it where it's like, okay, cool, the story's over, let's move on. And I mm-hmm. think with Chance, I was like, I really, really want to hear him talk more about like these other things. His wine. Well, here's the thing, and this is an issue I have with predominantly Christian rappers because I grew up in Christianity most 
But I feel like the biggest part of hip-hop is being able to put into words how you feel and what you've been through. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of religious acts, or artists, I'll say artists, I won't say acts. I feel like a lot of religious artists want to put their religion front and center Mm -hmm. to the point where they won't talk about how they went through it they'll just allude to what they went through and then they'll bring out God or whoever. And the problem I have with that is only that I can't relate with you. Mm-hmm. If you tell me something about like, yeah, you know, I've been through a lot, but God got me through it. That doesn't mean anything to me because it's like, okay, cool. And yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so, and that's kind of my thing with chance. What I realized is like, Oh, this whole gospel thing. He's, I mean, he kind of did tell us all, almost everything he went through on a script. So, I mean, but there's a lot that I would like love to hear an artist talk about that I've been through. That's like, how did you get through this? Mm-hmm. Cause you don't know, bro. There's so many times that like hip hop, changed a bad decision I was going to make because of a dude's song and it maybe it didn't come out that year maybe it came out eight years ago you know yeah so there's so many times that happened that it's just like like don't get me wrong I love a lot of the new artists like I can bump Griselda heavy I love Griselda I can bump Griselda heavy I can bump Schoolboy Q heavy but like there's nothing like an artist that you relate to yep and I think that's why Kid Cudi for me means so much to me is because like you turned me on to Kid Cudi. Here, so here's actually what we were really going to get into today. So we wanted to, I wanted to introduce ourselves a little bit because for the people who know us, it's dope that we're doing this. But for the people who kind of don't, they don't know who we are. We're yeah. just two people. So I met Richie. Like I said, I moved here right before my freshman year. So I think like either at the year before or like the summer before. I think it was the summer before and um i met richie one day because i was just like walking somewhere and he was hanging out in front of his house and we just started talking and then dude i don't even remember the way we like started talking but we just started hanging out yeah and then like it was little things because wasn't it like a group of us outside my house and you just like yeah, some shit like something that something like yeah, that yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and so i remember like i used to play football with like armando too like okay. in the park and like i think i just it was something like that because that's how I met Spencer too. And um, so I just started hanging out with Richie after that. And Richie was like the first dude when I moved to Arizona that like took me under his wing, which was crazy because I thought you was like mad older than me. <laughs> and then as I got like, and then as I... We're the same age. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I, or no, when I was a kid, when I was in high school, I was like, yo, he's like a junior or senior. And then I found out like, no, he's a sophomore. Yeah. <laughs> like I was just no. a year I was a year older than you guys. That's it. Like I, just, I should have been in your guys' grade technically because of the, my age. Oh really? If I graduated, I would have graduated when I was seventeen instead of eighteen. Oh okay, that, because that's yeah, why. Your birthday, that, oh, because your birthday's in the summer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Okay. So I would have. That's why I like your guys' class way better than mine because mine was just a bunch of dickheads. We got a lot of dickheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, did, we did, we did, we did. But um, so I met Richie and he kind of took me under his wing and like. It was little things that I didn't realize I had copied until I got a little bit older. Like, I started wearing the hoodie, like, halfway up on my head. 
I copied a bunch of the style that I didn't realize because like my parents were not like super strict, but my parents had like, had a rule. Bro, your 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 swag back then was like insanely drippy, but in your own way. So here's the thing, bro. You like, used to wear like freaking safari outfits and shit. Oh, I still would if I could. Yeah, exactly. Like, those that, it, that all it did was change a little bit to yeah. the point where it's like. Okay, I can't wear the camo and this and that, but what I can do, I can get mad Aloha print shirts uh-huh. that fit me a little bit better. Yep. And I can find this hat that fits me. Like it that's the coolest thing about fashion to me is that like it didn't change for me. It like just kind of grew it up improved, a little bit. Yeah, yeah it, it kind of matured to the point where like cuz like yo, I I just looked in my closet the other day and I was like, I don't think I have a single solid shirt in here. Yep. Like, all my shit is patterned. Like, I have so much, like, flowers and, like, leaves. And, and I'm from Hawaii, bro. But, um, no. So, like, he taught me, like, a bunch of stuff just, like, low-key. But, like, just things like him and Spencer. I'll just copy what him and Spencer did. And, like, you got me into the cool kids. You got me. Yo, put it this way. Uh, Kid Cudi was the first mainstream rap I ever listened to. Damn. Because I listened to Matt Underground. My parents had, like, a rule. My mom had a rule on music when I, like, because we were, like, super into church at the time. And so she was like, yo, you can only listen to uh, Christian artists. And she didn't want me listening to rap. So Christian rap was pretty much off the table. And so the only time I got to listen to music that wasn't like hymns, because we were like super religious at the time, was when I was playing like Madden or mm-hmm. 2K. And so I just listened to all the stuff they had on Madden and 2K. So I'm such a backpacker. It's because all they had on the old Madden games was Dilated Peoples, so yeah. I still love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like... So, like, Kid Cudi was the first time I had listened to, like, a mainstream rap album. And this was, what, 08 was when Man on the Moon came out? Uh, yeah, 07, 08 Something around, yeah. It was, like, 08, yeah, when Man on the Moon dropped was 08. So, like... Because I remember I came across it on Dat Piff, because that's what I used to just do. On Dat Piff was just surf yeah. everything. And then I saw the album cover for it, and I was like, dude, this shit looks dope as fuck. And then I just started playing it. I was yeah. like... Cause I knew it. I heard Day and Night before, hand, and okay. then uh, I listened to it. And I was like, "Oh, Day and Night's on here. This is the same guy, dude." Ever since then, like that shit has been on repeat. But the thing that really it was on repeat. Oh yeah, I do remember Javier. Yeah. It just no, it just clicked. I, I do remember Javier. Shout out to Javier, man. Yeah. I completely drew a blank. Sorry, man. I was gone for a while, but um, no. So like, Richie being around was like that was the first time that like. I listen to mainstream music, and here's the here's the thing that really gets me, is that at the time, everybody was saying, "Oh, they don't talk about nothing in rap except bitches, hoes, and money." Yeah, that was that was like the stigma back then. And then you it listen predominantly white, not predominantly. It was a white school. It was a white school, yeah. Yeah. So. Yo, there's 33 black people there, and we counted one time. I didn't count. No, we counted. Me, Spencer, John. Did you really? Yeah, we counted. Holy shit! Yeah, there's 33. <laughs> we went to a school of 3,000 people, and 33 are black. And I hung out. Only yeah, yeah. I was I only I was the white guy that only hung out. I feel like immigrants people. like yeah, immigrants always yeah. yeah, yeah. Like here's the thing, yo, because I, I thought about it. I realized the other day when you brought up Detlef Shrimp. Detlef Shrimp. I just thought of it. <laughs> like, That's the first name that came. Like up. when you look at a basketball team, it's all black dudes, and then one guy from Eastern Europe, and I was like, Yo, Richie's our Dirk. <laughs> just hitting that fadeaway. Yo, yo, Richie's out here being Drazen Petrovic. Hell yeah. Yo. <laughs> so like that and so like 
I that's what they said our whole life was like, oh, they don't talk about nothing hip hop. And then you got No, nah, I Cuddy. grew up on hip hop, bro. For me, my parents so I listened to old school hip hop, underground hip hop. Yep. My mom was big into like eighties pop and like so Prince. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Prince was always playing. I still gotta watch Purple Rain. I've never seen it. It's bananas. I saw the beginning of it and then I got really bored. You gotta watch it because okay. Prince does whatever the fuck he wants in that movie. That's Rest what in peace to the god, man. Yeah. But like, so I listen to old school hip hop because my mom and dad, you know, eighties baby, well, not eighties babies, but like they came up in the eighties. My mom loved eighties pop, so like Madonna, Prince. My dad was a big metalhead, so in the eighties, so like. Judas Priest, Black Sabbath, Metallica. My granddad on my mom, on my dad's side. I'm sorry, my granddad on my mom's side was a huge music guy, but primarily jazz and R and B. So like, he we had like from Chicago they have a station. It was called WNUA ninety five point five, and so all we had was like jazz sampler discs. So I was listening to all this jazz, and then on my mom's side it was or my my mom's. My mom's mom, you know, she came up in the South in the, you know, way back when. And so it was like a bunch of like R&B, like four tops and spinners and stuff like that. So that was my music. And then as I got older, I got into electronic first and then punk. And then punk, actually, you know, punk came first because of Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, I got in punk because of Tony Hawk. And then that turned me on to like, like new metal, like Linkin Park. And then that turned me on to hip hop. Okay. And then when you, when I met you, I was just getting into hip hop. Because I Jay Z and Linkin Park had released something, so I was just getting into hip hop, and I had heard Kanye West. They didn't before. just release; they released really on like two thousand three, bro, like oh three oh four. You gotta remember how late I was coming to shit. Oh though. no, no, I know that. You yeah, know, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean. So I was coming like super late, and um, so and yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that was a while ago, well, a while before that. So I was like just getting into hip hop at the mm-hmm. time, and then I meet you, and then I knew who Kanye West was. But Kanye West at the time, people in the like people were starting to say that oh he's crazy, he's so crazy, which like, yo if you thought he was crazy in two thousand eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like how crazy he is, <laughs> you know? like, yo I love her to rush the stage and push tr- uh, Taylor Swift out of the way, yeah again. facts. But um no so like you were the person that turned me on to Kid Cudi, and then Kid Cudi turned me on to Kanye, and then Kanye turned me on to Push and Push tur- and then like just kept yeah going reaction, from there. Yeah. And the thing that changed it, and shout out to Lexi, man, because Lexi is, I wouldn't be writing music if it wasn't for Lexi, because my cousin, and this is kind of like, I'm not sure if I ever told you this story. So when I was 16, my cousin was murdered in Chicago and it fucked me up, even though I had only talked to him once Mm -hmm. and I couldn't realize, and I did not know why it fucked me up. It fucked me up because the week before I had gone to church and they were like, oh, if you don't tell people about Jesus and they die and they go to hell, it's your fault and the blood's on your hands. So I'm like 16. What the fuck? Hearing this, right? Not a week later. That's why I don't fuck with religion. I talked to my, so I talked to my cousin and he was planning to come out to Phoenix and he was basically, he wasn't my mom's firstborn son, but he kind of was because when my parents were dating they were not raising him, but they like, they would, like, watch him over the summers. Mm-hmm. So that was, like, kind of, like, their first time, you know, being around my kids. Yeah, you know. And so my mom was raising my cousin. Kind of. Not really. Like, just over the summers and stuff like that. Like, taking him to the zoo and stuff and stuff like that. And um, 
So he was like, yeah, I'll come out in the summer. Got killed. And got killed in Chicago. And there's three things that I realized. unfortunate, bro. Number one, shit happens to everyone. Like, because I thought, oh, I don't live in the hood. I'm okay. And then I realized, no, this shit doesn't care. Number two, that's when I stopped really being into church because the people who were like, I had no one to go to. I had no one to like talk to this about because my mom at the time was like, hey, listen, don't just, just let it go. Yeah. And looking back, I think that was more for her because that was her, you know, she helped, you know, she was like raising them. So looking back, I think that was more for her, but like, it was one of those things where I was like, wait a minute, if I can't talk to the pastor about this and I don't have any real friends who I can talk to about this, where the fuck do I go? And so I was losing it. And I told one of my friends, I told Lexi, you know Lexi, actually, and uh, told, told her, and she, like, three days later, she comes back and she's like, yo, I don't know how to help you, but I know you can't hold it in. She gave me a notebook. And I just started writing, and it came out in rhymes. I was like, that's fucking weird. And I wasn't really listening to hip-hop that much. just came out in rhymes. And that's when I was like, it flipped that switch. And so between, like, and so, like, listening to Kid Cudi all the time, I started getting in that, more of that bag. Mm-hmm. And I remember you were the first one I started sending my raps to. Yep. And so, like, that kind of thing. And then even when I joined the Army, like, I never stopped writing. Like, I still, I was writing earlier today. And it kind of hit me the other day. I'm like, damn, Richie's, like, legit been my brother for, like, I moved here in 2008. And it's 2020. Like, Richie's legit been my brother for 12 years. And being a military brat, I never had anything like that. I didn't have friends for 10 years. I got some friends that, like, I got friends that I still talk to every now and then. I think we met in, like, 2010, though. I knew... Yeah, maybe, yeah, like really start hanging out like yeah, because yeah. I've known Spencer for like eleven years. Yeah, that sounds yeah. Spencer was like one of my first friends out here too. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right actually. Yeah, that sounds about right. So like we've known, we've known each other for over ten years. For yeah, sure. and that's kind of the thing. And like, like <coughs> even when I was in, what I noticed when I noticed it got really cool is when I left because I joined. I I got kicked out of a few Christian colleges for a couple different reasons. So I was in California for like eight months, came back, went to Oklahoma for like four months, came back, Mm -hmm. joined the army. I was gone for like three years, came back. And the whole time we were still like, I was still sending you raps and we were still talking like, yo man, what's good? Like just checking up on each other. And then when I came back, I remember I was coming back from the gym and you were just on the stoop and I was like, yo, what's up? (laughs) <laughs> and it was like we had never. Yeah, yeah we just talk like. Yeah, and I was like, normal. "Oh no, this is my dude." Yeah. And so that was the thing, like that's so that's on my end how I met Richie was like, and that's why we're doing this podcast now is because like the whole reminiscent starving artist we've been talking about doing this for like two years. I didn't realize until I saw the post yesterday. Yeah. I think it's longer than that, dude. It's had to be longer. It's been longer than that. We've been talking about it for a long. Well, because I remember starving artist was like. Imagine if we started the podcast two years ago. Where we would be right now. You know what? I was thinking about that. I don't think we were ready for it. Oh no, we weren't. We were not ready for it. I think we would. I think we would have bailed, bailed on it. Yeah, we would have bailed on it. Yeah, we would have bailed on it. I really think so. And like, I think that's the biggest thing. And like, just and that's the coolest part too is that like knowing Richie through the ups and downs. And like, I remember when you first got the restaurant. 
you know, I remember hearing about it, at least I don't think I was here yet. Mm-hmm. I remember when, like, you first met the girl you're dating now. Like, I remember, like, talking about, like, yo, you know, she's kind of cool. I, you know, she, you know, I like her or stuff like that. Like, kind of that, like, just, like. Well, I've known her for a long ass time. No, no, but, like, I remember, like, when we were, like, talking, talking, and you were, like, yo, like, this, like, this might actually, like, be a thing. Like, I remember talking about that in, uh, Pediment a while ago. I don't, I don't remember exactly. Yeah, it's been a while. But, like, just, I remember, like, those discussions, and I remember telling him, like, yo, this is what happened with me, this is, like, X, Y, Z, yo, I went through this, I went through this, so it's, like, after all this time, finally having a place to just be, like, yo, fuck it, we got a mic, and we ha- we've we been having these conversations for fucking eight years. Yeah. Nine years, ten years. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all we've been doing is just, like, plugging the mic, mic check, and then just talking. Yep, yep. But no, like, that, so that was my end. So, like, I'm not sure how it went on your end, but I just wanted to, like, just, that's how I met you. I'm not sure how, how it was for you. Dude, for me, I looked at it as, like, I was, like, a big brother type to you. Yeah. And I was kind of hard on you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, would, I wouldn't make fun of you, but, like, I would get on you about the whole Christian shit. Just because, like, I'm not a religious person, and I know, like, you weren't free. You weren't a yeah. free person when you were, you know, into all that, and... I get it though, like I mean, it was family influence and. Well, and even then, like I remember, we were both in like kind of similar spots. That was yeah. another thing too that always got me. We were always in like similar but not the same yeah, spots. Yeah, 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 we're feeling the same. Yeah, and so being on the same wave, like, and it never felt like it. It always did feel like a big brother, and I'm the I am the big brother, so I never really you know. So, having Richie, like, oh, okay, cool, well, this is what, you know, Big Brother thinks. And yeah, this is. yeah, yeah. And the thing that's always, that's always been cool, too, is, like, we it's not like we agree on everything. No, we're not supposed to. No. <laughs> like, have you ever met people like that? And it's like, oh, no, we're not friends because we don't agree on everything. No, that's weird as fuck. It's like, yo, me. if we agreed on everything, I mean, I the only way I, would, I wouldn't be your friend if we didn't agree is if you're a fucking racist. Yeah. That's the only way I would never, like, chill with you. But if we have, like, differences and shit, like, I have... Friends who are Trump supporters. But they're not racist that I know of. That's the biggest... You know what I'm saying? That's that the I scariest part is when you get that to I that that of. I know of. <clears throat> because if I if I figure out that they're racist, then it's kind of like, all right, I'm going to cut you off. But I feel... You know what's crazy to me? It's like, I feel like most of my friends cut themselves off. From you? Yeah, yes, but no. So like, what I mean by that is like, I feel like I've never had to cut anyone off. Uh-huh. Because it's always been like, oh no, so and so just stop talking to me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, people just stop talking to me too, but like I don't really give a fuck. And like the whole Trump I'm so used to it now, like growing up that way. Yeah. Like I've had people just never talk to me again or, you know, just girls ghosting me and shit. Like That's... not just not just women, but like I've had friends ghost me, like never talk to me ever again over some yeah. stupid shit, you know? The worst is when it's not over anything. You guys just like... Yeah, we just fall out. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, that's that's the worst. That's all it is. I think the Trump supporter thing is crazy too because like... I think that's the scariest thing because for me it is that what is that it is that that you know of. Because I remember like... There are friends that I've had that like just... You, you notice shit. Yeah. After this whole election. Like you just notice like... Yo, you were talking like that six months ago. Yep. Yeah. Like, like when I first heard about Donald Trump running for president, I was like, that's funny. Yeah. Like, yo, they should have the apprentice for VP. 
That'd be funny. And then, like, I heard something, because I was in the Army at the time, so I, I and I don't watch the news, so I was like, all right, whatever. And then <coughs> I just watched the news a little bit, and I was like, hey, this is kind of terrifying. Yeah, this is serious. This is getting serious. And I was telling somebody the other day, and I caught some heat over this. If you're still a Trump supporter, I want nothing to do with you. Yeah, I can If you that. voted for Trump in 2016, there's a lot of excuses I can I can definitely give I you some I can understand mail. that, for sure. Because, like, oh, man, I didn't want Hillary Clinton to be resident. Okay. Hey, man, I wanted something, you know, I, I didn't think that they would take care of the military. Okay. If you're still like, yo, keep America great, I'm like, Yeah, on. stop. I ask some questions. But not only, even like politically, we've never really been too far off from each other. I'm not really a political person. I just wanted Bernie to win in 2016. That's it. Yeah, that's pretty much around that too. And I'm definitely more political. But at the same time, like... You know what? I think that's one of the biggest lessons that you taught me. And I'm not even sure if you knew you taught me. You don't have to fight for everything all the time. I've never taught you that, but I I just definitely... Like, I definitely am an advocate of that. Because, like, I think it was just your attitude. Like, there's been times I'm like, yo, what's up? And there's been times where, I'm like, I thought that somebody was like, yo, I'm like, yo, why is Richie, why is Richie letting him get out, like, get all the shit off? And I was like, oh, because it doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. Unless he was being, unless whoever was being disrespectful. Because it was like high school just kind of like, yo, what the fuck are you going to do, pussy? I was like, yo, well, like, beat his ass. Me? Like, no, no, no like, one ever talked to me like that. No, like, but like you'd if hear. If someone ever did, I would slap you'd the hear shit, shit out of them. You'd hear shit that like it didn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was like, uh, dude, just he's a fucking idiot. Like, let him just yeah. fuck him. Like, I think that was the thing. Like, the, the thing I've heard you say the most is like, whatever, fuck him. Yeah. And just like keep him moving. I was like, oh. all right, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I guess I really don't yeah. have to like. Like, just do everything for everybody. Like, nah, dude, relax. Like, nah, nah you don't have to do everything for everybody. You just do shit for yourself. Yeah, and so that's like... You have to be selfish in this day and age, man. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be selfish, unfortunately. Well, you know what, though? I feel like selfish is a weird word for it. Because I feel like selfish... Like, when I say selfish... Just say self-care. Yeah, yeah, in number one. But um, I feel like selfish is, like, different when you think about it from a different perspective. Like, was Kobe selfish? Yeah. But he won his team five championships. Yep. Like, the people who were there were there. Exactly. Like, was he a selfish person? You could argue that. Same yeah, you with Jordan. Could, you could argue with that. You could, yeah, you could argue that with Jordan. Shaq, any great. Like, yep. Was he selfish? Yeah, You could kind of argue that with LeBron, too, in yeah. a way. The fact that he's... See, I, I never really hated him for the... I knew that I was different from a bunch of other people, like especially in the church, when they were like, oh, can you believe how selfish LeBron James is? And I was like... Shut the for fuck moving, up. For moving his family and friends to Florida for all through the winter to play basketball for yeah, LA. Yeah, like, what the heck? No, that sounds fucking dope. But like, it's those little things like that that I just realized, like, oh, I don't think the same as these people. I was like, can you imagine like how selfish? You're already a millionaire. You can't do anything for us. And I was like, how is this in the sermon? Yeah, he does not give a fuck about you. I'm sorry. But also, why are we preaching about this? Like, <laughs> what context was this in? Yeah. But no, it's just, in. I think I think the craziest shit too is like, like I said earlier, just with things like happening to match up. I got my chest tattooed 
like apparently around the same time that you got yours done. Yeah, I was twenty one. I was uh yeah, I was like twenty, like nineteen twenty. Yeah. I was 21 when I got it done. So, like, just little things that, like... My arm and chest. Fuck, bro. I gotta finish this tattoo, man. That chest. I gotta finish this arm. How was that chest? Did you... That shit sucked. Yeah, dude. I fucking hate it. All right, don't ever, Don't ever do that shit again. I, I want to get mine touched up. No, no, I would never like... get my... I don't care how faded it gets. <laughs> I really don't. I'm never doing it. I'm never touching it No, again. I want to get it touched up because I looked at it the other day and the line work is not there. Who cares? Me, that's the problem. Who cares? No one's looking at it. Because my other tattoos you. are great. No one's looking at it but you. That's true. And you live in Arizona. Story. There's a summer, bro. That's true. And it tells a story. Be like, yo, this is one of my first ones. Well, and the thing is, like, if I was in the area, like, if I'm going to, to um, what's his name? If I'm going to his uh, Pharrell's Festival and my tattoo guy is also in Virginia Beach, then hell yeah, let's go get some work done. But just, like, hanging out for no, like, oh, man, I'm going to fly all the way to Virginia. Like, I don't know about all that. But, hell, I got some Friday the 13th tattoos done. But like I never got. I always wanted to, but I just don't. I, I don't really want to get small tattoos. The only one I have is I got these Cuddy lyrics tattooed on my wrist, trapped in my mind. That's a good one. That's it. Boom, bitch. I'm not an advocate of head tattoos, but that's definitely one that would work, like, on, on, like behind the ear. Oh, yeah. I definitely wanted that behind my ear, but I was like, my pops would kill me. <laughs> I know I'm 26, but I'm four, and my dad would literally kill me. <laughs> you know, it's, it's hilarious to me how many people are like grown ass. And Children? Like, Yo, yeah. <laughs> Yo, how long have we been on, bro? Uh, it's been like over, I think we're like an hour and a half. We're at like two hours yeah, at we least, we might be bro. pushing two hours. Let me check. Shit. But no, this was a hell of a podcast. Yeah, thing. this was Yo, a we definitely podcast. won this third round. Yeah, we did. We, we, you know, the we, first we one could have gone either way. Yeah. Definitely one, lost the second. Second one was kind of, eh, sorry about whoever listened to it. But, yeah, no, because we are pushing. Let me log in here. We, yeah, we're on, uh, oh, just over an hour. Hour 39. Oh, we're really? Okay, cool. Yeah. So we're not, like, crazy yet. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so what was the other thing that we were going to talk about? Because. I think that was it, man. Um, oh, oh, you know what? Just influences, that's it. Yeah, yeah, and that's, <coughs> but no, that's definitely the thing too, is like, bro, I remember like, in like little shit too, like you were the only person that came to my birthday party. My last birthday party was when I was 17. That was the last time I had like a birthday party. I came to it? You were there. It was you, um, two people, it was you, one person who, I don't know why I don't talk to her anymore. That's a weird situation. Oh, yeah. And Jesse. I remember, I remember. Jesse. Jesse showed up. Worth? Yeah. R.I.P. Jesse. Re- yeah, rest in peace, Jesse. Fuck, bro. But, um, no, nah, that was the I last... I was devastated when I found out about that, man. Yo, when you told me about that, I didn't believe you. I was like, shut up, man. Like, Jesse, no, no, Jesse's straight, man. And then, like, you're like, nah, I think you sent, sent me, like, the news. Like, yeah, the news. I was I like, did. oh, holy fuck. But, no, young Jesse showed up, and, um, yeah, it was you, the, this girl, and Jesse, that's it. And then, at, when I was 18, I wasn't really doing anything, and then... All this time, I'm 26, and I went to L.A., and, like, I was chilling in L.A., came back, and, like, you were like, yo, we got it, like, let's pod, let's do this, like, let's yeah. really, really hit this again. So, no, just being always there, like, it's, it's always that little shit that made me remember, like, oh, no, Richie's, like, my dude, Richie's my dude, you know? So, that was always the thing that, like, when you are talking about influences, that was always the shit to me. Yeah. To me, it's, like, um, where I would like to see this whole thing go is, like, like how Yams and Rocky were. 
Yeah. I like that. Like influence. that kind of like, like that comparison. Because like we don't do the same shit, but we're definitely, and even though we're not always at the, on the same wave, we're always on the same ocean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're Pause. always. Pause. Pause. Yeah, do we have to? Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll fuck it. We'll, we'll throw a pause out there. But yeah, no, that's, that's always been the shit to me. But um, let's see. Really quickly, so how do you want to do this tomorrow? Do you want to like podcast the beat battle, or do you want to? I think I'm just gonna watch it because I'm I not. Think I might I'm, just watch it. I'm actually just not gonna be in Anthem tomorrow. I'm oh, where? Be, where uh, you go? Scottsdale. For what? My girl's house. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to Mikhail. <laughs> yeah. Yo, shout out to shout out because she's the only person that's retweeted and reposted anything. Yeah, yeah shout out for real. <laughs> um, real supporter. Uh, no, I, I completely forgot because I'll just be in the crib. I think I... I yeah, tomorrow I'm taking a day off. I'm sorry. No, I'm cool with it. Yeah. No, I'm not, For the quarantine, at least, since we're here all week, I say we do every week or every day. And then once the quarantine ends, I say we do once a week. I'm down. Or twice. We could do twice a week. We do, yeah, we can probably knock out twice a week. Like a weekday and a weekend. Like, I feel like we could do... Like, I feel like that works. Yeah, it does. Because I feel like if you do... Like, like, we're definitely oversaturating the fuck out of this right now. Yes. Yeah, I feel like next week we shouldn't do every day. I know um, I know. you just said we should do every day, but I don't think we should do every day. It. I feel like it depends on, like... I feel like that's like a check-in thing every day. I guess, yeah. Like, yo, true. how you feeling? Like, you got some shit to talk about? Because, like, the crazy thing, I didn't think that today was going to be that great. And I was very wrong. I thought that yesterday we were going to be, like, on it. Yeah. And we were both, like, eh. Yeah, today we both weren't kind of feeling it. Well, you were, your attitude was more coolish today. I'm kind of, like, eh. Yeah. You just, know, like, my, my... I was a little nervous. Yeah. Because I was, like, man, how's this going to go? And then, like, when we actually got into it, I was, like, oh, shit. And then sure, right I'm when we recorded, go. boom, I'm back in. I'm in I'm in the zone, baby. Hey, man, listen. There's been a lot of games where I've started out, and I'm, like, man, I'm not sure how well I'm going to do today. You just need that one shot to go in. Facts. Just... There's one shot, and you're like, Switch oh. it in, baby. Oh. That's it. You got the and one early in the game. Yep. But, um, no, I said we preview the uh, preview the beat battle and then get out of here. Word. I'm down. So, who you got, first of all, RZA or Premier? Also, okay, all right. Premier. No, let's I'm take sorry, this a different I got Premier. Does it matter who wins? No, not at no, all. okay, cool. I'm on the same Not point. at all. Yeah. Um, why do you think Premier? Okay, okay. Do you think Premier wins in a straight... Because I've noticed that they do one of two things. They're either playing just beats or they're playing hits. Like, they're DJs. Yeah, I, th- I feel like they're going to do the hits because if it's just beats, Premier's going to murder. Do you think Premier beats RZA that bad? No. Not really. I don't know. I never really, like... I'm not a huge fan of both. I'm not saying I'm not a huge fan. I just never really listen to them like that. Listening to producers is a little hard, but, like, I feel like... I feel like half this battle is going to be Wu-Tang versus Gangstar. Yeah, basically. That's how it's going to go. Shit, flip a coin. Yeah. (laughs) For real. I just just want to see it because this is like legendary stuff going on right now with these battles. When they, yeah, and I missed a couple because I didn't realize when they were. I didn't know what was going on until like I heard it on the Joe Budden podcast. Yeah, same. You know? And then, you know, that's what pisses me off. You're like, Yo. That Swiss Beats versus Timberland battle is nuts, right? Hold on, what? Yeah, exactly. Like, when did this go down? And why was I not invited? Like, yo, I follow Timberland. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. But no, it was crazy because I actually didn't believe it. I thought it, I follow this guy who's a concept artist on on uh, Twitter. 
mm-hmm. on Instagram, and he's into hip hop. And so the low or the poster that they've been using is King Kong versus Godzilla. Okay. And it says RZA versus Premier. Okay. And so I was like, oh, that's a dope poster, and I kept scrolling because I follow RZA, Premier, I think Ghostface, and a couple other people that are affiliated with both rappers. Yeah. And so I kept scrolling, and I kept seeing this poster. I was like, the fuck? And I look at it. And it's like, yo, 9 p.m. Instagram. And I was like... RZA versus oh, DJ shit. Premier. Yeah, and like, I really, really hope that... There's a lot of things I hope continue on in this quarantine. I hope B-Battles are one of them. Yeah, same. Even if it's just DJing a battle on a Saturday night. Yeah. Like, and here's my thing, too. How dope would this be at a club? Oh, my God. I don't think people would realize what's going on. I think there's... And I know, listen, backpacker, I know, I'm definitely one of those five pillar guys who's like, yo, hit, like five pillars of hip hop, B-boy, yeah, graffiti, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, freestyle, MC, dude, like, I would kind of love to see beat battles become a thing. Again. Yeah. Because I've seen a couple when I was in Virginia. Like, people are like, yo, why is it, like, all this talent coming out of Virginia, why? Do you know how competitive they are in Virginia? We had people that were driving like two hours to battle in like a, a joint in a strip mall where people were buying art and they were battling their own beats that they made. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy because the thing that I, and this is kind of what I was talking about with, and I really, I don't know when I could do this now, but um, I would love to do like a Friday night fights thing where it's like, yo, beat battles and rap battles. And I feel like we're almost like, if we can get some rap battles going on on Instagram yeah. Live, holy shit. Because there's there a lot go. of rap battles I want to see. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get Crooked Eye versus Joe, which is never going to happen. No, it's never going to happen. Let's get, um, <coughs> even if it's like teams, bro, like, yo, let's get Ab versus somebody. Let's get, um, let's get Lupe, hell yeah, Lupe in there. Yo, let's get Push in there against somebody. You know, I, I, on Instagram Live, I feel like you can definitely have some crazy-ass rap battles. Y'all yeah, know what the fuck's going on outside. Whatever, I think my dad's on his phone or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no, I just think that, like, there's a bunch of shit that you can... I hope that, like, a bunch of people, like, now stay in Friday night. Like, how come? Oh, because fucking Dr. Dre's going up against Pharrell. Yeah. I, I'd like to see Kanye versus Pharrell. Kanye vs. Pharrell would be nuts. I think Kanye vs. Pharrell would be good. I think... Uh, I was I did want to see Dre vs. Pharrell. I'd rather see Dre vs. Diddy. Yeah, I got it. But Dre vs. Diddy, I think, fits a lot, more, a lot better than Dre vs. Pharrell. Yeah, because they're both, like, that tier. You know? Like, yeah. Like, I would kind of like to see an executive battle. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, I have no idea, like... Like, who do... Like, what, I, I have no idea what Puffy runs now, but, like, Bad Boy versus Death Row would be nuts. Mm-hmm. Bad Boy versus Death Row would be fire. That would be, like... I don't know. No, I, Bad Boy versus Interscope. The only reason why I don't really want to see, like, actually, nah, I just, this just hit me. Bad Boy versus Def Jam would be insane. Yes. 
Because if you could get a guy like, I don't even know who you'd have being the DJ, but like if you had, or like Shady versus G Unit. That would be hard. Because it would just be a bunch of D12 tracks versus <laughs> <laughs> like fucking Beg for Mercy. <laughs> Yo, it's D12 versus. Yo, I feel like G Unit wins that because they had G Unit Rebox. Yeah, but fucking Lloyd Banks by himself could easily murder D12. No, a project I was like kind of half ass working on was um, I wanted to do an, uh, an extended edition of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy uh-huh. by taking all the joints from Good Friday and finding a place where they would fit in My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Most of them were on. That's know, what I'm saying. Yeah. Just a, what? How long would that album be? That album would have to be over an hour if you put all the stuff from Good Fridays. Oh in. yeah, for sure. Like the Power remix, I actually kind of wanted to throw in there because almost all of it is exactly to how Power sounds. Mm-hmm. And then the second half is the change. But like, why the fuck wasn't Christian Dior Dental Flow on that album? Yeah. Why the fuck wasn't Don't Look Down on that album? Yeah. Why the fuck wasn't Don't Stop on that album? Mm-hmm. Like, that's another conversation for another time. Is how come? Lupe Fiasco cannot get a fucking group off the ground. Bro, Child Rebel Soldier is supposed to be him, Pharrell, and Kanye. Yeah. That shit prints money. Yeah. And then he had All City Chess Club, which was basically like every independent rapper that was alive at the time. Mm-hmm. Yo, All City Chess Club was, and this is 2010, was Lupe Fiasco, Pharrell, J. Cole, Wale, yeah. Cool Kids, Asher Roth, Charles Hamilton, Blue, Diggy Simmons. Mm-hmm. In 2010. Damn. And B.O.B. B.O.B., Lupe Fiasco, J. Cole, and Wale in 2010 is already nuts. Mm-hmm. And you threw in the cool kids? And then Asher Roth, bar for bar, murdered everybody on that? Yo, that's nuts. I, I'm just like... I'm like, yo, you couldn't make that work? Yeah. Like, who's... Like, yo, what? Like, who's trying to... Like, who's trying to, like, ruin Lupe Fiasco's groups? Himself, he just doesn't know how to do that. He's um, a mogul type, but that's a different conversation for a different. You day. know what I think it is? I think it's, uh, I think it's too much because both of them he said fell apart because of label disputes. Hmm. So I was like, yeah, I can imagine that the dude from Def Jam wouldn't want to work from the dude with, you know, it's like the label yeah, didn't yeah, want to yeah, work yeah. with each other, so they couldn't find a way to make the album work. Yep. But I feel like if you wanted to, there's like Lupe's. Lupe is definitely one of those guys who's ahead of his time. Because if Lupe came out now talking about skateboards and being independent and listening to anime, he'd be the biggest star in rap history. Yeah. He like. Was, he was he was way ahead of his time. He was like a solid 15 years ahead of his time. <laughs> <laughs> but, alright man, you got anything, yeah. anything else you want to hit? Not really man, I'm just fucking tired right now, I don't even know why. Yeah, and uh, I'll send you some reminiscent stuff man, some ideas that I got. Word. Because, no, we're definitely bringing that brand back. And, uh, oh, I almost paid for the website today to bring it back. Oh, I actually want to talk to you about that. Um, I have a website that I'm running. Yeah, but can you put stuff on yeah. it? Like, clothes and shit? I have to bump up the, to the next tier. We'll talk about it later. But, like, okay, I can cool. put yeah, everything we can, on. We'll talk about it after this. Yeah, but I yeah. can put everything on there and we can just, okay. that way okay. it can all be centralized. All right, okay. We got this. Yeah. We can do this. Because I'm trying to, like, I think we. I think you could do some crazy shit. With, yes. you know, with your clothes, especially if you're just like, all right, cool, let's like really just hit this. Agreed. All right, man. Sorry. All right, man. Um, Be this safe. Was, yeah, This was sure. a good one. This was a really good one. Yep. Uh, let's see. All right, bye. I'm the Grown Up Kid. Uh, follow me at Grown Up Kid 94 on pretty much everything. 
Starving Artist Creative on Instagram and Starving Artist with a one on uh, Twitter. Follow me at Reminiscent Richie on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Thank you. Bye. And we are out. This will be up. <laughs> I'm cutting it off now, bro. <laughs> Cut it, man. <laughs>